Coming up on today's show, Stark passes the torch. Oh my. Are you catching them all? And my baloney has a first name, but it's written in Cyrillic, so I can't pronounce it. This is episode 31 of the Geek 30 Happy Hour. Welcome back to another episode of the Geek 30 Happy Hour, where we drink a toast to all the geeky things we're passionate about. Today is July 7th, 2016. My name is Alex, and here's JoJo. Hello! How are you doing today? Pretty good, man. How are you today? Very good. So, uh, we are recording a little earlier than usual. Right. We usually record over the weekend, release it on a Tuesday. You guys kind of know the drill if you've been listening long enough but someone decided to leave me all behind i know i'm, I'm gonna be like rocking back and forth at home crying <laughs> i know I'm, so, I'm sorry to let you down i know no, uh, no, it's, it's awesome though it's all i'm teasing i'm, De- I'm jealous it's deanna awesome. and i are going to rome tomorrow yes we're going to rome for a week we're gonna go explore the vatican we're going to experience italian food um, take a little b52s with you rome if you want to roam around the world Oh boy! He, did you hear, did you guys just hear that? That was a good poll. I like that. All right. I appreciate. I appreciate. Yeah, we're gonna it. drink some really great Italian wine. I'm right. really excited about that. Alex is weighing about 135 pounds right now. He's gonna come back about 235. Uh, a little, quite a days. bit more than 135. I'm skinny, but not that skinny. <laughs> I was undershooting it because I wanted to make sure yeah. they understand a hundred pound gain <laughs> yeah, over least, seven days. At least a hundred pounds. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to eating some really rich food right they've got a right. lot of really rich like food one meal is like eighteen thousand calories but it's so worth it yeah i tons of carbs and um i mean they're healthy so it's gotta yeah. be good for you right yeah my acid reflux is gonna be killing me the Lots whole time details. but you know <laughs> you got medications for that right yeah, you know yolo and, <laughs> exactly. and swag and whatever the, right. the kids are saying these when days. in rome when in rome you eat like a roman and have heartburn all the time exactly just yeah terrible heartburn <laughs> god i can't even That's imagine awesome uh, so what are you doing while I'm gone? Crying, rocking Crying back and mostly? forth in my okay. corner. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll leave a. I'm gonna take this shirt. I'm gonna uh-huh. leave you with this shirt that I've been wearing all day, okay. so that you have my sense while I'm gone. You're gonna come back to a tear-soaked shirt. I know. It'll still be wet. When I'll, you come be back. Sh- I'll, I'll be sure to wash it. Oh. It's gonna sound just like that too. Just... <laughs> like some kind of teenage girls. Like, yeah, I can't even. Right. Know? Well, before we get into the meat of the show, let's get some quick housekeeping items out of the way. Give us a five star rating on iTunes. Um, we've got another one. We were at forty four five star rating. Uh, five star ratings. Forty five star ratings. Forty four <laughs> of the five star ratings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Keep that up, guys. That helps us get the word Thank out about so the much. show. We really appreciate that. Um, also, be sure to uh, subscribe on YouTube. Right. Check out. You know, just search for geek 30 happy hour you'll find more and more videos being posted yep. of me and jojo failing at donkey kong country tropical freeze <laughs> not always failing not but always usually. failing but usually one of us sucks worse than the other <laughs> and it, it so i make a lot of fun about alex but sometimes it's me that's sucking yeah. on that one so we take turns yeah you know? we I take, think it, it depends on the level <laughs> we compliment each other in that exactly <laughs> when i feel he picks up the slack when he feels i pick up the slack you know it's funny bingo yeah you guys would really like it and be sure to subscribe and uh uh, you know, give it a thumbs up. That helps out too. We like making content for you guys. So Absolutely. we hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys would like to see us play um, a certain video game, um, definitely let us know. Yep. We're open to that. Um, so with that in mind, uh, we have a beer here 
um, that I actually just had with my dinner. So he was pre-gaming. I was pre-gaming. I'm shaking my fist at him. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> let's get into the beer we're drinking. Oh, hello, Geek Study. It's beer time. Today's beer is brought to you by Head. You can never have enough. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's a wheat beer. It's, it, it's got a little more head retention on there. It does. I wanted to make more a, head retention. More head retention. <laughs> Especially, and I wanted to point this out, if you have it in a warmer glass, the head actually stays there longer than if it would in a colder glass. Oh, you so learned something new. Science, you know. And uh, shout out to Will. Will was our... Um, no, Not no, <laughs> close. <laughs> close. So Will was our um, waiter today. Deanna and I went out to dinner with my parents. Awesome. And, uh, you know, just a uh, dinner and hang out before going out of town. And uh, I am not usually a, a wheat beer drinker. I'm not at all. Yeah, and JoJo's not. Um, but I texted him saying, dude, I'm having a really great beer right now. Um, I'm actually enjoying this one, and it's a very light, sort of summery, sort of wheat beer. It's actually it's a seasonal. And I called him a liar, and I FaceTimed him and said, like, like yeah. liar to your face. Like, yeah. no, you're lying. You This is not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. I thought we had a bond here. <laughs> and, well, when our waiter, Will, came back around, I said, you know, I've got a podcast, and we um, you know, talk about geeky news, and but we feature um, beer, especially from local breweries, Um you know, uh, on every episode, basically. Right. He was really into that. He's he's actually a podcaster himself. Nice. And, um, you know, he was interested in, you know, hearing our show. So, Will, hope, we hope you're listening to this. Thank you so much, and, Will. And um, thanks for the great service. He did an awesome job. Awesome. Um, but well, with that in mind. Sweetwater Tavern. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Sweetwater Tavern. Yeah. So, before we get into too much of the beer, let's take a sip, shall right. we? Cheers. Cheers. That almost went everywhere. <laughs> So we're drinking these out of wheat beer glasses. Which is appropriate. Yep. And this wheat beer is called... What is it called, JoJo? Oh, I'm not actually paying attention. Sorry. This is the... Uh... <laughs> oh, I just had it over here. Uh... This is the Wits End Ale. Yep. It's a. Uh, it, it's sort of a, a spiced wheat beer uh, with orange and... What does it say? Orange peel and coriander. Yeah. Unfiltered. So it, well, it is a cloudy in here, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and then refreshing and light straw colored. And that's the first thing that I noticed was just how refreshing this beer was. It actually is very refreshing. I will give you that. And um, it's very light for a wheat beer. Wheat beers usually sit really heavy with me. And that's right. part of the reason why I typically don't like them. Um, and, you know, we always joke on the show, right? Oh, no wheat beers. No, no wheat beers. beers no but, wheat beers. But this one actually stuck out to me a lot. And well, because your, your, your typical wheat beer is, is almost uh, like a stout, but not as smooth. It's kind of, you know, grainy. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard to drink. This is very summery, very light, very refreshing. Um, I don't want to compare it to a lesser beer because this, this is actually a really good beer. Um, think about, like, maybe like a Michelob Ultra, something on a summer day. You know, something from very... From a lightness perspective, From a lightness, absolutely. crispness, and all the fun yeah. stuff. Except this actually has flavor. So much so that it's like, this is a wheat beer, and I like it? Yeah. What? Yeah, that, that's the <laughs> what same... What is this black magic? That's the same thing that went through my mind. When you smell it, you smell the spices, the coriander. Right. Um, there's a small hint of it when you drink it. Yeah, so up front, you get the coriander, you get the spice up yep. front. And then as you drink it, it goes through and goes uh, in citrusy. Yeah, uh, that's exactly right um but again staying light man i don't feel right. like i've just downed a loaf of bread when i drink this. <laughs> exactly exactly you know you get that you know how you get that with a lot of wheat beers like i know with, with blue moon um <laughs> well we, we you know let's talk about the blue moon thing <laughs> so uh we uh have a little concoction that we do with blue moon this is yes. one of the only times that we really drink wheat beer right uh we make megamosas yes which are basically i, I have these big giant glasses 
And they're, I, they're tubs. They're not glass. <laughs> like we, a standard glass, like yeah. 16 ounce, 22 ounce. These are like 84 ounces or something like that. They're so, ginormous. Yeah, whenever Deanna and I have a uh, have a little get together here at the house and uh, like we're doing a brunch or something. Right. right. So we'll fill up half of it with blue moon, fill up the other half of it with orange juice. Yes. And it kind of accentuates the orange citrusy flavor that you get from a beer like blue moon. Right. Um, and it. It's awesome. It's really tasty. It, <laughs> See, I don't mind it in a black and blue either where you layer Guinness on top of a blue moon. That's really nice, too. It's a nice right. offset. Exactly. I like that. It, although, those fill me up, man. That's like... What are you talking about? Guinness is like water. No, I know. It's so water to you, JoJo. <laughs> it's not water to everybody else. No, I actually... I, I totally downed that four-pack of Guinness you brought. Nice. I'm proud of you. <laughs> uh, God, it's so good. So I had, good. I had some. We had raid night on yeah. Tuesday night, and uh, I went through about three of them. There you go. Raid nights are uh, everybody brings their own beer. And if you ever play World of Warcraft <laughs> or yeah, or any video games and you like to play with us, um, you know, we usually play World of Warcraft or Overwatch or something like that. Feel free to email us geek30podcast at gmail.com. Um, but we usually like to drink, you know, I like to drink sort of light beers. You know, right. th- this is something I could totally drink while I'm gaming this i can see that definitely absolutely from sweetwater so uh, tell the world a little bit about sweetwater you and i have experience with sweetwater but i know sweetwater holds a very special place in your heart (laughs) well they have the drunken ribeye which is one of my favorite things uh they have the uh smoked salmon which is amazing as well salmon or salmon 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 there's an l in there isn't there (laughs) Uh, yeah but i thought it was uh you know like salmon um silent or something (laughs) why would there be a silent l there's a silent r in silent what? <laughs> you didn't you didn't know about that? Silent R. No, I don't know. Cerulean people. Um No, so why they, do you, yeah. I mean Sweetwater's good stuff. Yeah, They've got great, great food, food and um, great beers. They they make their own beers. Right. And they're part of the Great American restaurant chains, which is like Coastal Flats, Aussies, uh Mike's American Grill, I think. Yeah. I think yep. it's all Mike, something like that. Yeah, Mike's American um, Grill. And like two others, uh, Jackson's Mighty Fine Grill in Reston yeah. Town Center, yep. as well as American Tap Room. Uh, so they have all the different things, and they brew beers for, uh, they brew one set of beers and they distribute it to different places, mm-hmm. uh, which is fantastic. So it's nice to be able to get a beer here or there, but it's a, it's a chain restaurant, but it's a local beer. But Sweetwater also does theirs on site. They actually right. brew theirs on site, which right. I believe they're the only ones that are the great American restaurants that actually brews theirs on, like, at the restaurant. I believe so. It might be Sweetwater where they distribute it from, too. It might, yeah. That might be the thing. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, write in, man. Let us know. If, right. Uh, you would know better than, Absolutely. than us. Um, in fact, I know Josie used to work at Sweetwater. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, our friends over at Pod Nerdy to me, um, they've been on the show. Uh, yeah, he used to work with a couple friends of mine, Chris and Nicole, who uh, have worked over there too. I know like a bunch of people that used to work there. I'm like, why, why didn't I know you when I <laughs> when you were working there? God, I would have given you so much business. Uh, it's a great place. I'd go there even with, nice. if I don't it's know people there. so convenient. We're, they're just right down the road. Um, so yeah, just if you're in the D.C. area, you're familiar with the uh, Great American Restaurants. Yes. Sweetwater. Great You've likely stuff. been there. If you right. haven't been there, what are you waiting for? You gotta check it out. Come on. That's one of them. Get with the times. There's multiple Sweetwater locations, just like there's multiple Coastal Flat locations. True that. A couple of American Taproom locations. So each of the chains has at least one, if not multiple locations. Um, so there's not, I mean, Tyson's, Reston, Centerville, Herndon, they're, they're everywhere. Yeah. So check them out. And again, the beer is called... Uh, let's just give them the the, the Wits verbatim. and ale. Wits and ale. Okay, and we don't know what the ABV is on this, do we? No. Um. So we're it gonna make say. one up. 
Um, let's say thirty-two percent. Thirty-two sounds good to me. I mean, you know, pretty uh, right, pretty heavy. I'm not driving home after thirty. No, no. <laughs> well, considering the amount of glass we have, that actually works out. <laughs> no, I, well, I, to be but but to be realistic, it you don't it taste alcohol at all. No, it doesn't really taste like it's like, like a high it, volume. It could be a six percent, but it it drinks like a four percent. And considering this is like my second glass because I had one at dinner, right? Um, I'm, I don't feel a thing, right? Like exactly. it, it's. Probably, it's probably light on the ABV if I had to right. make a guess. So we're going to enjoy this beer, and we have some cool news items. So let's get into the news. Geek 30 News. First up in the news, Tony Stark's retiring. He's kind of, yeah. Kind of, I well, mean, I, I don't, we don't know. We actually don't know what's happening. Right. Would, would because, RDJ really retire? And I, I, I say RDJ because he's basically Iron Man at this point. <laughs> but well, Iron Man is a character. As Iron a Man is a character. Um, I feel like he would almost take a step back, almost kind of a, a Batman type scenario where he would have an underling, you know, go and do stuff for him when he can't do it anymore. Yeah, there's um, and to give you guys some kind of ideas of what we're talking about, uh, there's. A lot of story progression going on in the Marvel comics right now in the comic series. I'm sure it'll catch itself up to the cinematic universe in, in one way or another right. in, in the future. But basically, the Civil War II comic series is evolving Iron Man into a point where I, – I'm sorry. I should preface it by saying Tony Stark. Tony Stark. In a way that he's stepping back as Iron Man and they're bringing a new – character in as iron man right right and it's not iron man it's iron girl right so riri williams is um they're setting her up to be um the new person in the iron suit yes so uh there's an article on cnet um kind of skipping ahead a little bit uh, it says according to iron man writer and creator brian michael bendis a recently introduced character named riri williams will soon take over the suit her origin story is a little different than Stark's. She's a black science whiz, um, yeah, a black science whiz who enrolls at MIT at age fifteen and creates her own Iron Man suit in her dorm room. So I wasn't ready for college at seventeen when I graduated high school. I don't think I'm still ready for college at like thirty something. You know? <laughs> and she was over here at fifteen in MIT, one of the leading technology. She's brilliant. You know, college. She's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And so she reverse engineers an Iron Man suit. Yeah. It's like I got this, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know. it's really it's really cool. I, I right. like that they're um, going, you know, the female route mm -hmm. for somebody to I don't want to say Iron Man because it's not Iron Man. It's who who dons the iron suit. Right. I like that. It's a young um, character. I like that. It's a black character. Well, I I love the fact that a lot of their new characters. So Amadeus Cho for the totally awesome Hulk now mm -hmm. is uh, Japanese, Korean, Chinese, Korean. Is he Korean? I, yeah, I believe it was Korean. I'm almost 99% okay, he's, he's one of the Pan-Asian uh, continents. But um, he, he's, a, he's a brilliant scientist, akin uh, 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 to Bruce Banner. But um, he actually, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he controls Hulk in his Hulk form. He's not overtaken by the Hulk. Uh, he embraces it. He loves mm -hmm. it. Uh, so young, you know, Japanese person, Japanese or Korean, uh, not known for strength. He's the strongest person in the world now because he's yeah. the Hulk, you yeah. know, so they kind of breaking that stereotype. The smartest person that could reverse engineer Iron Man, uh, one of his suits is now a young black female. You know, the new uh, Miss Marvel is someone of Muslim descent, you know? Yeah. So they're really kind of breaking all these chains. Thor is a female and there's some spoilers. I'm not going to drop any names, but they've actually announced who Thor is. Um, by the way, so it's actually a, a character and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, they so the the way they've, they've gone this route is you know it's it's not just 
the people from the 20s and 30s and 50s who've created it, like Stanley and whatnot, who created a series of guys who did this and that and whatever. It's there's a new crowd. Everybody who reads like comics or watches a movie isn't just a bunch of old white guys anymore. It's, like, yeah. it's a very diverse group. Yeah. And so they are diversifying because everybody has come from everywhere. You know, and you know, I, it's what just I, like a, a smorgasbord in America. At this what point. I what I love about um, Bendis's vision here for for Riri is that she. They, they didn't do it just for the sake of creating a young black female. No. They they did it with more of – they approached it because from some real-world scenarios right. that um, he was inspired by. Well, he was – he sat on this for a couple of years. He incubated it and marinated it and made sure when he released this story, it was the right story. Right. It wasn't just something that he wrote up just to say, oh, hey, we're diversifying. Yeah, and he has a verbatim in this, in this article. It says – uh, this story of this brilliant young woman um, whose life was marred by tragedy uh, that could have easily ended her life, just random street violence, and went off to college was very inspiring to me. I thought that this was the most modern version of a superhero or superheroine story I had ever heard. And I had and I sat on it for a while until I had the right character in the right place. So that I mean, that speaks to home yeah. because um, it, it's – we we model heroes after like Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Batman, Spider Man, all that fun stuff. Um, hero is someone who can go against those odds and prevail, right? Who's willing to go against those odds? You know, it's something. It's it's sort of that brave in that moment. This is the world is against me, and I'm going to fight and it it's anyways. To- it's totally um, opposite Tony Stark, absolutely. Which I think is what stands out for me a lot as well. well because Tony Stark was given a lot of stuff. He's brilliant. Don't get me wrong. He's yeah. brilliant, but he was giving but, a lot yeah, of he this comes, stuff. Yeah, he comes from a really uh, rich family right. and he has all this money right. and stuff. No, this is a girl who, you know, grew up The opposite. In, Poor, violent, yeah, you know, but inner she city. Was still, yeah, inner city, but she was, she more used that as a motivation to get out, go to MIT, get a, an education. Well, she wasn't a victim of it. She was a victor. Yeah, and, um, you know, uh, a guy I used to work with, um, actually, our, our mutual place of employment when you and I first met. Okay. Um, he was my boss, and he came from Flint, Michigan. Oh, wow. Uh, the most dangerous place in America. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> well, because desert times, desert measures, you know? Yeah, people are killed there. Num- like, numerous people are killed there every day and you know, street violence. And, right. And he was – it reminds me a lot of him. He was – in a really bad situation, right. um, family situation, and you know the the area around where he lived was a bad situation. He ended up um, seeing that as motivation to get a get a good job, get yeah. a well paying job, get a good education. Right, and he took it all very seriously. He ended up moving um, down here to to the D.C. area, and then eventually moved up to New York. And he's still working for the same company, and nice. he's killing it. Right, like he's killing it, and. I look at him and I'm so inspired to see somebody with so much drive. Because a lot of people these days, I don't know why, it's there's no effort there. People give up, right? They give up. You're right. They they just give up. They, there's no motivation. They don't have. They they play the victim for everything. Yeah. And it's it's rare that you see someone like your mentor, uh, like Riri, yeah. who says, "Screw this. This is the hand that's dealt to me. I'm going to play it. I'm going to fight it. I'm going to work against it, and I'm going to come out on top. I'm not going to be a victim mm-hmm. of my uh, situation." Yeah. I think it's I think it's beautiful. It's awesome. I mean, so the backstory alone, it doesn't matter what her gender is, it doesn't matter what her color is, the mm-hmm. backstory alone is fantastic. Absolutely. And then she's brilliant, she's can do this, MIT at fifteen. Yeah. I mean, that's that's so mm-hmm. awesome. 
But I do love, I love the idea that we're getting a more diverse right. cast of characters instead of just a bunch of white people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, as somebody who's of Hispanic descent, you too, it's yeah. cool to see a Miles Morales coming in. Absolutely. As a Spider-Man, it's cool to see this Korean Hulk, um, you know. Muslim, uh, Miss Marvel. Muslim, Miss Marvel. Black, uh, Iron, black Girl. Iron Girl. Um, <laughs> I mean, but, you know, but, but also they're not just doing it just to satisfy the race thing. Right. I feel like there's, there's, there's purpose there's, behind there. There's purpose. There's an essence behind this character's background and there's purpose to their mission. Right. And what they're trying to do. Right. Like this iron girl, her mission as an, as somebody who dons the iron suit, you know, comes into fruition within this story. So I'm really interested to see um, how that character evolves, even how it ends up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. Um, there was already talk, you know, we talked about this either last, no, a couple episodes ago about Donald Glover um, coming in as a character. A character in, <laughs> in Spider-Man Homecoming. How cool right. it would be if he ended up doing the Miles Morales thing, which is they they were inspired to create Miles Morales out of Donald Glover. I think right. that was really neat. So um, it would be cool to see sort of the evolution of these characters because a natural theme that you see in the Marvel comics is that different people take up the mantle of each of these different – it's not right. just it, – it's not Steve Rogers is Captain America. Captain right. America is this – foundation well, and the, then different people just kind of Captain America that in particular I think two or three other people have taken up that mantle right one was Falcon at one point one was Winter Soldier at one point mm-hmm. um so yeah it's the it's the idea of Captain America so more much more than it is the character of yep. Captain America um Iron Man I remember in the 90s I think they uh, drew in a black Iron Man he was still a man you know mm-hmm. in his you know mid 40s or whatever very successful whatnot basically a black Tony Stark at that point okay um and he was he was Iron Man just because they can, you know. Yeah. At one point, they changed Nick Fury from a white guy with a blue suit and whatever to a trench coat, leather wearing, you know, Samuel L. Jackson. And again, L and Samuel Jackson uh, stands for motherfucker. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> you know? So it just works. And then from there, a lot of the anime series pulled that Samuel L. Jackson into it as well. They didn't right. go with the old Nick Fury; they went with the new Nick Fury because yeah. it just works, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like a lot of their uh, changes in the appearance and the origin stories for a lot of these characters. Yeah makes sense it's approached well it's well thought out yeah if you guys have any thoughts on this one way or another um you know let us know we, we'd love to hear your perspective absolutely on the evolution of these sort of characters geek 30 podcast at gmail.com um next up in the news in sort of similar sort of we're, we're pushing the bounds of social um acceptance of, right. of certain things right. you know i think that if we were to look unfortunately like 40 years ago if if we were to have a white character portrayed by a by a black person, it would have been like, oh no, why not? And now we're like, okay, it's really not that big of a deal, people. Right. Like it's it, you know, it's the characters, the foundation of it all. Exactly. It's, it's just you know. So let's get over that. You know, I I think that another big social thing happening right now is obviously the big LGBT movement. Absolutely. And we're seeing that um that uh what's the word I'm looking for that. That commitment, I guess, from the uh, from the studios to not, no, not even a commitment. Commitment almost seems kind of uh, mechanical. Representation. They're, 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 what they're am I trying to look it. for? Embracing. Yeah, that's they're, the, they're that's really literally em- the word I was looking for. Embracing it. Um, an embracing of, I mean, just this way of right. People are born this way. Yes. Let's be true to that, and they honor that um, with the depiction of. Sulu. Yes. In the new Star Trek movie coming out later this month. Which it, 
I, I'm sorry. I'm kind of like fangirling right now because it couldn't be more perfect. It, it can't, it, it's so perfect. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah. I just I read this and I'm like, oh my. This is so because Sulu obviously you know George Takei uh, Takai. Takei. 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 I am asking well, because we we discussed this earlier, but I'm yeah. asking this because oh well, you know chime in tell us you know is it Takei or Takai? He says Takei. George Takei actually says Takei. Yeah. But but it, I feel like a Japanese person would pronounce it. Takai. Like, I feel exactly, like that's, you know? that sounds more Japanese. I mean, you know, I'm not Japanese. <laughs> right. I'm not going to try to pretend like I know what I'm talking about. Anyway. But um, I, I don't know a single person who doesn't love George uh, Takei. I almost yeah. said Takai again. <laughs> so this article from Nerdist um, talks about what they're doing in this new Star Trek yeah. movie. It says, it's been a long, long time coming, but with the July 22nd release of Star Trek Beyond, the long-running franchise will finally introduce an LGBT main character, and that character will be none other than Enterprise Enterprise Helmsman. That's really hard to say. Enterprise Helmsman. There's like a <laughs> Enterprise weird... Helmsman. <laughs> yeah. Helmsman, the 108. <laughs> um, Hikaru Sulu, played by John Cho. Uh, this was revealed to the press by Cho himself during a visit to Sydney, Australia, while promoting uh, the forthcoming film. The decision by the film's writer Simon Pegg and director Justin Lin to make Sulu gay was a nod to George Takei, okay. who it's played okay. the character in the original 1960 series and has since gone on to become one of America's most vocal LGBT activists and icons and everyone's favorite Facebook friend. I'm about to say, because most vocal, but also most loved. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just be real. Yeah. <laughs> He's so amazing. I'm, I'm excited for this. I am too. I, I think it's, I think that they're doing it in the right spirit as well. Again, again, talking it's, back to the same. It's Star Trek though. Yeah. I mean, before, again, this is before the whole uh, race thing, before the whole LGBT thing. Uh, they always embraced, uh, they had um, Kirstie Alley as a captain being trained as a female officer, you know? So they had females right. back in like the 80s. Back in the 50s and 60s, they had multiple, you know, females, uh, males, yeah. uh, Japanese, uh, Korean, black, all that stuff. They had a full uh, deck of everything, you know, all of the above, the all of the above. Yeah. Uh, so they were the first ones to really kind of uh, embrace that kind of social difference like it, we've gotten past all of our norms we have yeah. a bigger plan here with yeah. the universe and so that was like the most fantastic ideas um and for them to bring this out with uh john cho yeah that's amazing to me and what's great about this and this is again you know they're not doing it just to to make a point right, right. i mean it's just it just happens to be Sulu. He happens to be gay. Just right. like I happen to be Alex and I happen to be straight. Like, right. it's not. Oh, but I was. Well, Damn I'm, it, sorry. Alex. I'm sorry to Damn break it. it to you, Jojo. I'm sorry. Um, I'm rocking an... back and forth over the weekend. Here's my. You're no. not the first guy to have that reaction. I promise. Believe it or not. I go to, I go to gay bars yeah. and I, Deanna just sits back and watches as the flocks of guys I come to give over to me. I'm uh, like, God. Stories. Damn. I have war stories from when I bleached my hair. Oh, I, yeah, I can see that. So there were, uh, yeah, there, that was a time. Oh, man. <laughs> that was a, a time. time for another beer. That was, that was uh, yeah, another yeah, beer. One, one, <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have another beer. Have that beer conversation. <laughs> so uh, another thing that they mentioned in the article, it says, apparently the revelation of Sulu's sexual orientation will not be a major plot point or even an especially big deal in the movie, but will instead be shown as a simple matter of fact. Yeah, it's, and that's it should be. That's what I love. It, that, yeah. Because you don't want to... It's not a focus of story. It's part it's, of a story. Yeah, you know? like don't like what don't slap what you I appreciate. About it. Yeah, but it's not even that. It's yeah. like the more we make a big deal out of something, right? The more of a big deal it is because it's it's not it's not and, even a social norm. It's just a norm. It's just a normal thing. Yeah, and and, and I 
I get that there are people out there who experience, I mean, like you look at the shit that, that happened down in Orlando, like right. I don't want to make this a down or anything like, but you know, you look at, at a lot of the issues that people have with, you know, the LGBT community for some stupid fucking reason. See the issue and then there's not issues with the LGBT community. That's issues in themselves, I you know, because yes. it, but and it's like, sense. guys, let's just, Treat this for what it is. It is it is a normal thing for these people to be gay. It's right. a normal thing for these people to be bisexual, transgender, right. whatever. Um, and and let's embrace beings. it. Let's yeah, embrace it as part humans. of our normal culture, our everyday exactly. culture. So um, that that to me that that they're kind of uh, bringing this into sort of a modern um, franchise like like Star Trek right. um, makes me very happy. Right. I'm, I'm happy to see the representation right. here. And in a way that isn't isn't like just forced in just for the sake of being forced in. No, it is they're staying true to George Takei. Right, right. And that's what I love about it. It's he's a human, yeah, and he's also gay. You know, they're they're kind of focusing on this is Star Trek, and also by the way, you know, this is uh, what is it? This is Zachary Quinto's uh, story. This is um. What's her name? Oh, uh, Uhura. Why can't I remember one Uhura? character? Yeah, Uhura. One character and then one actor. So uh, Spock and Uhura yeah. have a thing. And they didn't make it a focus. It was just a thing. Yeah. You know, it was kind of a background. They had a, a couple jokes about it. They, they're in a relationship. That's yep. not a big deal. Um, they're kind of putting this in the background. It's part of his lifestyle. It's not a plot twist. It's not something that's going to change anything. It's just it's a just normal who he is. thing. It's, it's, it's just who he is. It's you know? his personality. Right. It's his... Uh, his character it's right who exactly because he he's still hikaru sulu he's still the pilot of the enterprise which is amazing mm-hmm. it all in in and of itself is amazing mm-hmm. so they're not kind of dominating that with oh by the way no they're not slapping you in the face this is just this is a norm because these people are amazing i'm amazing you're amazing everybody's amazing Aww, so yeah you thanks. know kind of a deal so your sexuality your race your uh gender your um religion everything like that that's not a um I don't know that's it's, it's not a stop for you you know yeah that's it's not a wall for you yeah and we need to we need to work on acceptance yeah. across the board yeah it's weird we, we never get into deep conversation like this on this show but no. it's something that it's you know i have I, like <laughs> one of my one of my best friends is gay right. and uh, to think that anybody would hold something like that against him breaks my heart right you know um so you know, get in trouble because I, I flirt with everybody and sometimes <laughs> people are actually really flirting. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Calm that down. <laughs> you, know? Just, you know, flirt with the guy. Flirt with, I don't really care. It's just it's been all in good fun, right? Well, so I, you know, I think kudos to John Cho for, for um, absolutely. you know, really committing to that and being so awesome about it. I'm just waiting for Kumar to show up in one of these movies at some point. <laughs> for a well, good little Harold and Kumar sort of like flashback after, moment after he showed up in superman with brandon ruth i don't know that i want kumar in another movie are you sure i don't i mean yeah but with those two though and then just have neil yeah. patrick harris show up out of nowhere too like smoking Coon a Handler. blunt and and like with like a bunch of a unicorn yeah, yeah. it'd be so funny be hilarious i also want to give shout outs to simon Pegg. this is his first like writing debut at this point yeah um and the fact that he was able to put that in there as as far as we read subtly you know right um you know shout out to him that he's able to write this normally yeah i i can't wait to see the movie if you have thoughts on this topic uh just email us geek30podcast at gmail.com so next in the news and, and last in the news 
this has been a real focus of JoJo and mine, uh, of our attention today. Pokemon Go went live. Pokemon, and I don't, I feel like they jumped the gun. Uh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> it, it is, the concept is awesome. Don't get me wrong. Please yeah. don't get me wrong. The concept is awesome. It was just not ready for it. Yeah, it was a little rush. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's a little unstable, but right. man, when it works, it's really fucking cool. <laughs> I mean, like, I've, I feel like I've got to catch them all. Deanna, I have to catch them all, though. She's she's glaring at you again. All the time. Although she had a Game Boy, so I don't know if she can really judge you too much. She had Pokemon when she was a kid. Yeah. And Mary-Kate Ashley. Yeah, and Mary-Kate <laughs> Ashley. Um, like 18 games from the, those two. Um, I, I've been having some issues getting into it. I usually do a three and a half mile walk every day. Uh, today I did four miles because I was trying to look for Pokemon. <laughs> and I, I finally found some, and then it glitched out on me. It's like, son of a bitch, you know. <laughs> Flailing your arms like that. Flailing my what, arms. What you guys can't see on the other side of this microphone was a very good arm flail. That was great. <laughs> it was like a Kermit flail almost, you know. Um, <laughs> um, I... So I had a lot of people looking at me, and I'm because it's not the norm yet. It's just been released. Yeah. So this is guy with a phone and headphones on, pointing at his phone, walking around, almost <laughs> like a Star Trek tracker, right? Yeah. And walking in directions and hitting something on his phone. And so I, I'm sure I looked weird as hell trying to catch fucking Pokemon out in the in the wild. Um, it's it's funny that I'm like excited to do that though. You know, yeah. I've never played the games on the Game Boy because, like, yeah, you know, I could play other games and Mario and off and yep. stuff. But this is actually starting to captivate my attention. Yep. When it works. When it works. So the the premise behind this game, if you guys haven't heard, if you're sitting in a hole somewhere, um, this game basically uses augmented reality from your smartphone. Yes. So uh, we have iPhones. Yes. Basically, you create your little Pokemon trainer, and. Wherever you are in the world, you know, you can basically stumble upon Pokemon. And they've done a, such a great job. I don't know if they're using Google Maps or which map source they're using, but they're putting locations on actual locations. Yeah, yeah. So there are um, Pokemon, uh, what do they call them, dude? They're not Pokemon Center. Gyms po or? Po Poke trainers uh, or? No. Well, I mean, they have they have gyms. Yeah, gyms. Sweetwater was a gym. Yeah. <laughs> I, when I was there, I was showing my parents. This is, this is called rep. Yeah. I was <laughs> I'm putting a beer to my face. <laughs> I I was sitting at dinner. I was showing my parents how Pokemon Go works. And I was like, oh, my God, we're right in a gym. But I wasn't a high enough level in order to try to get a badge or anything. So you can take your Pokemon and battle the gym leaders to, it's, you know, et cetera. Right. It's, if you played a Pokemon game, it's basically you're living in the Pokemon game right now. Yeah. And you can walk like JoJo after after we end up recording this episode jojo and i are going to go out into the woods walk around in the woods <laughs> and go find pokemon because right. that's something that you can do in and this the next game. episode when alex has been eaten by an alligator <laughs> ah. well it'll be worth it because i would have caught that you know it was like, i got it no that, it froze that caterpie <laughs> munch so there have been a lot of really funny um memes and different uh it has been different content like less than 24 hours yeah different content that's hit the internet <laughs> Uh, Nerdist has an article that says 13 of the funniest Pokemon Go finds fans have uh, shared with us. I We will provide this um, this link in the show notes as we do with all this stuff. But for instance, somebody found a Pidgeotto, uh, one of the Pokemon, sitting on their toilet. <laughs> He's like pretty well perched on there too. Yeah. Uh, there was an Eevee who was uh, faced off with somebody's dog. 
I saw um, that, yeah. You know, it's funny. It, you know, they, obviously, they're not there in the real world, but right. these pictures are really funny. There's a Pidgey staring at somebody as they're trying to take a poop in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know if I can actually poop if I have a Pidgey staring at me. Well, I'd be like, well, going to give me a second? Like, I need to I need to focus here, okay? need to focus. Uh, I'll get back to you. I mean, it's kind of a, a menacing look. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's like, are you going to fight? You want to fight or what, bro? Bro. Abra being a cat. There's Eevee. <laughs> Uh oh yeah, Ratatat almost like eating the screen on this one. Yeah, a little ghastly running at you. Yeah, so uh, we'll share this. I we thought that this was really funny. We're really enjoying Pokemon Go actually. Like when it works, it's pretty right. neat. I'm I'm looking forward to them, uh, making it more stable. Hopefully by the time I get back from uh Rome, and who knows, I might catch some Pokemon while I'm in Rome. Why not? Wherever there's Wi-Fi, I'm exactly. gonna try it. Uh, so I'll see if I can catch a Mankey or a, uh, what are some other Pokemon? Charmander or a Pikachu? I wanted to catch a Pikachu. <laughs> I need to catch a motherfucking oh, Pikachu. If you haven't downloaded Pokemon Go yet, shame on you. But It's um, free, guys. It's Make free. sure you, so we both caught Bubblezores because that was the first thing in front of us. Oh, and there's yes. actually like a Charmander and a Squirtle. PSA. Okay, PSA, real quick. <laughs> so when you're starting the game, you're going to, they're basically going to go through this little tutorial. This guy's like, oh, I'm uh, Professor Willow and I'm the, the Pokemon expert. And, and yada 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 and it's a and he's like oh there are pokemon around you want to try catching one and you're gonna see three starter pokemon like you would see in the normal like the the, the regular games that were out you know exactly. 20 years ago there was um a charmander a squirtle and a bulbasaur those yep. are your three starter pokemon and judge and i both fell into the same trap of oh this bulbasaur is close by i'll just catch him thinking oh that charmander is gonna be over there and that squirtle is gonna be over there nope Nope. They disappear. one. Yeah, yeah. You choose one. So choose wisely. Yeah. I mean, you know, not not to say that I, I regret getting Bulbasaur because he's I, I've, I've always liked Bulbasaur. Um, I just remember the meme. I like them all, to be honest. So. <laughs> okay. But Charmander was my boy. But there, there's a meme where there's Charmander like yelling and having fire and a Squirtle like shooting water from this like blast toys or whatever. Uh, and then there was uh, Bulbasaur and someone says, what's Bulbasaur doing? And someone repeats under him his best. <laughs> I had beer in my mouth. <laughs> hey, it's not it's not as bad as Poplio. If you're looking at this article on Nerdist, uh the the, the new Sun and, and Moon game is coming out uh-huh. uh for Pokemon for the for the 3DS. And you know, the, the standard thing whenever you do a Pokemon game, it's you get a grass type Pokemon, you get a water type, and you get a fire type. The water type in this new one, everybody fucking hates this thing <laughs> it, like it, clown. it looks like a little seal with like a little clown nose <laughs> it doesn't look that bad but everybody fucking hates it and there's and there's a bunch of memes about like how people hate poplio and it shows like people like kicking a baby seal and <laughs> that's like all blue with like a little like you know it's like little made up memes right but i'm just like oh it's not that bad guys come on Really? Is it, that, it is. is it that Maybe bad? It is. is it though, Jojo? Look have at that you, guy. Do you, you hate him? I mean, I don't. I haven't played him though. That's yeah, I know. Well, Bingo. Him. Yes. Exactly. Don't hate the thing before you try it. That's like somebody walking up to me. Oh, I hate sushi. Have you ever had sushi? No. Okay. Well, then don't say you hate sushi. You haven't tried sushi. <laughs> you're, if you hate sushi, you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong either way. Okay. <laughs> right. All right. God. People are stupid. Anyway. So we got really animated and it was calm. I know. <laughs> Pokemon Go. Um, we're having a blast with this game. Yes. If you're playing, let us know how many Pokemon you've caught. Um, today, I caught four. I had my Bulbasaur, which was sitting on my desk, by the way. Where was your Bulbasaur sitting? It was on, well, it was on my home desk, yes. Oh, okay. He was on, sitting on your home desk. I was at work. Um, I, I was 
being productive. I promise. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe me either. Here, Jojo. Anyway, And then I was like playing it. And then, you know, I and they're like, oh, the Bulbasaur is nearby. And it switched to my camera. And I'm like, looking around, I'm like, oh, that motherfucker's on my keyboard. Dun, dun, and dun. so I caught him. I threw the Pokeball at him. I caught him. And again, make sure, you know, if you want Bulbasaur, that's fantastic. Cool. If you want Charizard or Squirtle, Charmander, Charmander, Charmander. Charmander. Yeah. Okay. if you want Charmander or Squirtle, look around first because I want a Charmander. I kind of want a Charmander too. <laughs> That's all right. I'll go catch a Charmander. So, um, I'm up to five I just have now. I'm up to volcano. Caught four before it glitched out on me. <laughs> Here's the other cool thing: is like if you want to catch a water type Pokemon, you're going to find them near lakes and oceans and right. beaches. If you wanted to catch the like a bug types, or grass yeah. type, like you got to go into the forest. So yep. Jojo and I are going to go catch some grass and water or and grass. Well, maybe water because there's a stream right near the house. Oh, there you go. Okay. So I've caught my Bulbasaur, and then I got a Staryu, I got a, a Rattatat, and then a Pidgey. I got a Nidion. Nidoran. Nidoran. Yes. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, I know. Um, I have an Eevee, which is exciting. I know. I, I, I love like Eevee. an Eevee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I got some Tingle Medusa thing. Yeah. Um, And then one other thing. Oh, man. God, is it bad that I'm in my late 20s and I love Pokemon? I, I never got into it, honestly. But in this rendition, I can see myself getting into it. Because I'm already just, out for going out for walks and runs and whatnot anyway, so. I just like the, um, I'm a big fan of turn-based combat. And yeah. so, like, the the uh, Game Boy games were awesome for me. Right. You know, there's a good bit of strategy. It's, there's some rock, paper, scissors involved because, you know, fire beats grass, grass beats water, water beats fire. Right. Sort of thing. And, like, you know, some other stuff mixed in. I love that sort of stuff. So this was really cool to me. I'm really excited um, to be kind of thrown back into the Pokemon stuff. It, it feels like, you know, 20 years ago. That's great. <laughs> I don't know what that feels like, but I was already like an adult. So <laughs> well, that's true. Jojo had his master's and doctor's degree and three grandchildren at that point. I know, right? And then <laughs> and then, then I'm getting to Pokemon now. Don's, Don's listening to this right now and like, fuck you, kids. <laughs> Don's young. I don't know what he's talking about. He's, he's my, he's my parents' age. I'm not saying that's old, Don. I'm just saying you're my parents' age. We love you, though. damn good for you it. You do look so. damn good for And I love that. your truck, by the way. Yeah, he's Built got a nice new truck. Um, all right, so that's the latest in Pokemon Go. Again, let us know if uh, if you're playing this Geek30podcast at gmail.com. Let's get into the Geek30 question of the week. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. So last week's episode, we asked a very controversial question. Apparently. Marvel or DC Comics? Right. I don't think I actually answered. I just said if well, one, you said, if, if yeah, this, then that kind of. But, uh, but I think that, correct me if I'm wrong, uh -huh. you commit to Marvel. If you had to choose one or the other, I'm pretty sure. If, if, if go I back do, and listen. If I can do only one timeline, it would be Batman. If I, I can do multiple, well, Batman, uh, multiple timelines, it would be Marvel as a whole. So, so Marvel. Yeah. Because I, I am 100% with you. Okay. <laughs> so that's why I'm going with Marvel. Right, right. Because I think the grander vision is, it beats Justice League. Right. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Brian, by the way, I, so last episode, Brian, yeah. I, I was like, giving Brian, yeah, Brian a hard time <laughs> yeah. because I was like, dude, I love Superman, but like, come on. Like, no, bro, I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> like, it's just kind of old. And he, and he sent me a message. He was like, dude, come on. Really? <laughs> Superman? You so he was, he was giving me a hard time. So, Brian, I'm sorry, bro. It's all good. We love you. I'm sorry also I won't see you at the, uh, the our high school reunion. Our 10-year high school reunion is coming up. I know 10 years. I know. Fuck you, okay? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> So uh, I won't see you. I'm sorry, dude. You're if you're here. still if you're still in town by the time I get back from Vegas, I'm going to Vegas during nice. this thing. So I'm, you know, I, I'm not 
that sad about it. I'm going to AARP, apparently. <laughs> well, you already belong to AARP. I thought, so. <laughs> because you're celebrating your 10-year... 10 10-year, 10 dude. 10-year high school reunion. In two years, I celebrate my 20. Yeah, that puts things in perspective, huh? <laughs> so, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a lot of really great feedback around yeah. this question. Uh, Don, our friend Don wrote in. He said, seriously, you want me to choose between Marvel and DC? Why not just ask me which eyeball I want gouged out? I have to choose. I guess I have to go with Marvel. Just for the sheer breadth of material, I feel their writing stories and characters are just better all around. But then again, Batman exactly exactly <laughs> we love you don yeah uh there are a lot of uh messages on facebook as well um i'm quickly going to it so jojo stall um i'm supposed to stall here now and yeah, i'm gonna stall. say random words, ahead, random words. <laughs> seriously <laughs> 10 year reunion 10 year, 10 year i'm not reunion. getting over this all right you ready so we had um, we put this out on Facebook. Alex says Marvel. Another My Alex? mom, yeah, another Alex. My mom responded. She said Marvel. Kevin says indie. Fair enough. Nice. Fair okay. Enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But like, you know, it's your dark horse. It or... doesn't count, Kevin, because the question was Marvel or DC. Okay, Kevin. <laughs> you had one job. Yeah. Chris uh, says, honestly, this is a completely different Chris from any Chris that we've ever had on the okay. show. Yeah, the 18. He says, honestly, I think both companies have gone downhill in the quality of their comics. In their current state, probably Marvel DC just doesn't know what they're doing, it feels like. In the movie realm, I agree. Yeah. I don't know that I would agree in the comic realm. I I'm not really all that caught up with DC Comics lately, okay. so I can't really comment one way right. or the other. Um Chris, I take your word for it. I mean, I'd still, I think I'd still read like a Batman comic, right? But nothing else really catches my eye, like, like Killing Batman's, Joke or Year One or you yeah, know, Killing Joke. So oh, Omar, dude, yeah. Omar, if you're listening, bro, you have to bring me Killing Joke. I need to read that. <laughs> he told me he was like, he has it. Yeah, Omar, let me borrow the entire Infinity Gauntlet. Right, series. I remember that, and that was great. Thank you, Omar. Let me borrow this killing joke thing. Dude, I need to read this. Anyway. So when are we going back to Escape Room Herndon, by the way? Um, I'm doing an escape room on the 17th for my birthday. And where's my invite? Well, I know. It's a family thing, bro. I know. Your family. But, I, but I'm saying, like, my parents were like, I love oh, we'll you. Get, I'm not we'll get, in love with you. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. My parents, yeah, it's, it's, it's like good. six of us. So, so my parents, and then me and Deanna, and then Katie and Ken. But we're not going to Escape from Herndon. Uh -huh. um, it's the one in Alexandria. Okay. We're doing the Wizard Room. Nice. It's kind of cool. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to, I'll have to Magic report missile? back. Uh, what? Magic Missile? That sounds dirty. <laughs> Wizard Room? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> oh, magic missile! Like, I don't know why I thought something else, something dirty. Where are you know. going with what? this? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I was talking about Pokemon Go. Where are you going with this? So uh, Samuel says Marvel. Aaron, this is my uncle Aaron, same one uh, from from last episode. He drew says, Jurassic Park. I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he drew, yeah he damn drew, well. Yeah. By the way. Uh, so he says, I don't read comics, but for movies, I will say Marvel. Omar, who we were just talking about, Marvel, I feel, he <laughs> says, it's the laser tag to DC's Photon Electric Warrior. <laughs> Touche, Omar. Um, well done. <laughs> so, I, and you know what? Okay, here, here's, okay, you ready for, for, um, for some criticism towards Brian from earlier? You ready uh -huh. for this? He said Marvel. Yeah, I said Marvel. Yes, but he has he has a strong love for Superman. Okay, you know I get it. Like, yeah. there's really like one or two heroes within the DC universe. Well, I'm like, that's yeah, it's great. Saying, but um, with Marvel, you get multiple timelines. With him, he wants the Superman timeline in DC. It's the one. That's mm -hmm. it. That's all. And Bill from mm -hmm. our you know friend over at the Not Another Podcast. 
With a question mark. Question mark, not on the yes. podcast. Which Jojo loves it when I say that. <laughs> he says, Marvel, better upside, stable cash flow, better talent. If there's anybody who's going to put a business <laughs> swing on this question, it's going to be Bill. I'm sold. <laughs> All right. And then uh, Dave, who I, I actually work with, he said, wait, is <laughs> this is actually kind of fun. Wait, this is a valid question? This is like asking if you should, would rather win a million dollars or stick your hand into a blender. I don't recommend this option. Ouch. So, yeah, Marvel. <laughs> And then you ready for this? You ready? So yeah. a ton of marvels, right? Yeah. Here comes Josie. You ready? Yeah. I need to break this up. DC. I love Superman and Batman more than any Marvel character, period, ever. And then he put a little meme saying the haters have arrived. Thank you, Josie. I appreciate you for you, Josie. Yeah, that was great. He's also a very talented, awesome person in general. Yeah. Him and Kevin. Yep. And um and, and Deanna also um said Marvel when we were talking about this. So um, did, did she say it or did she coax that? Or no, no. I just asked her. I said, you know, DC you can Marvel. Be influential sometimes. She so. said Marvel. <laughs> okay. Well, she's a big fan of the Avengers movies. Okay, she awesome. loves them. She wasn't a big fan of Batman v Superman. She, she, she. You know, she was like, okay, shit. Well, it was, uh, you know, it, it was worth seeing. I don't, I don't regret seeing it at all. I mean, I do. It was a, it was a an experience. Anyway, so. um Thanks to everybody for the great Thank feedback. Thank you so much. That was that that was uh, it was cool to get everybody's <laughs> very one-sided perspective. Very apparently, yeah. You know, you know what this means though? It it means that Marvel has fucking killed it. Right. From a movie perspective, especially because what they've done successfully is to say, watch these movies, they're great, they're awesome, these awesome characters. And it's driving adoption towards curiosity right. towards comics. And again, they're laying the foundation for um we were just talking about Riri, you know? Mm -hmm. They're gonna it's Disney. They wanna make Star Wars until past the time we're dead, you know? So yeah. now that they own Marvel, they're gonna make it past the time that we're dead. And they're just gonna keep going on and moving on in, in the universe and whatnot, yep. which is fantastic. Again, if you give me a great Batman story, I'll take a Batman story over a thousand. The Dark Marvel Knight movies, trilogy you know? was one of my favorite things ever. Ever. It was like, done so well. It's but great. DC doesn't know how to run a tight ship, unfortunately. Yeah. So things are kind of like all over the place at, at that Different point. Different universes. Iron Man is a staple. So I don't know. I This is my argument for everybody for Marvel is that Stan Lee was challenged with a character that you're not supposed to like and end up liking. And he made Iron Man. He's cocky. He's arrogant. He's self-centered. You know, he's uh, just vain selfish every like bad word you could ever apply to somebody like the seven deadly sins is, right. is, is tony stark but he's humbled he has to do something he has to move forward and people love iron man yeah and it wasn't until disney put that in a movie format that people really re realized okay iron man's here he's been in games he's been in, in, in tv shows he's been in, in a bunch of other stuff um but it wasn't until rob downing jr donned that iron man suit that people were like okay this is the guy we love you and, know so and disney, a lot of that but let's also give credit to robert downing jr that's what i'm saying rdj like, uh it, a lot of it is him yeah a lot of it is disney not 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 only just directing but, but, a great movie yeah but knowing that this movie is going to be the stepping stone to the next to the next to the they next they were the they were the catalyst to make it exactly exactly cuz we see what happened with spider-man spider-man has a great first movie occasionally a second movie and then you know yeah. whatever happens so disney kept that pace going um it's just it's, it's a disney thing at this point and they've really exploited that and they're doing a great job with the whole environment of that yeah and on a completely separate note um you heard me yell up to deanna about you know catching i have to catch all the pokemon of course. she just sent me a text saying no you don't <laughs> 
told you she glared at you. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I just looked down at my text messages because I realized I had one from her. And right. usually when I have a text from her, it's like, oh, I need to take a look at it because right. even maybe like the dogs have to pee or poop or something. Right. So no, it just important. says, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, so our uh, our next question of the week. And, and again, if you would like to provide your own feedback, get a shout out on the show, send us an email um, with your responses. Uh, send an email to geek30podcast at gmail.com or Twitter at geek30. So our next question, and I thought of this question um, probably while I was on the toilet, maybe. Oh, that's, that's usually where the best thinking yeah, happens. I, that I or a shower, of, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the bathroom. Bathrooms yeah. are great. Bathrooms are amazing. Um, which fictional world would you want to live in? That's a great question. Why don't you answer that first? Okay. So... <laughs> My knee-jerk reaction is to say Star Wars. Right. Because motherfucking Jedis, yo. Fucking Star Wars. Yeah. It would be cool to- Would to you be, be a Jedi? A, yeah. Uh, f- are you, <laughs> is that a fucking question, JoJo? <laughs> it was. Get out of my goddamn house. <laughs> Imperial for life. No. Okay, Sith? Sith, obviously. But force-wielding, like, how cool would it be yeah. to be like- Oh, that beer, it's all the way on the other side. of. The, hold on. No, actually, I got it. And just <laughs> stick your hand out and grab it. Like, ultimate laziness right there. Christmas lights. You don't have to jump to the roof. No. You just make them fly up yeah, there. And, yeah, right? Um, but it wouldn't be that. Right. Adventure time. Really? Yes. Okay. 100%. I can see that. I can definitely see that. Because it's such a goofy world. And, you know, if, if you know me, I really don't... I don't want to say I don't take anything seriously. I just... I don't take myself extremely seriously i think that there has to be lightheartedness in whatever i do that is exactly what they embody in that show right so when i was kind of asking myself this question i was leaning towards the star wars thing but i was like no you know what i mean it's still a grim dark world and i want to live in la la land where anything's possible and you know no it's adventure time exactly it's there's a, a lore and a backstory and a bunch of craziness that happens and um, everything's super goofy and weird, but everybody's just okay with it. And um, each sword has like a lore behind it. Yeah, everything's so <laughs> yeah that the world you know, you see very, lived in. Yeah, you, you know, you, you see very when you watch the show, it's very superficial, very topical, but it actually goes a lot deeper than you expect. Totally. So JoJo, how about you? What what fictional world would you live in? That is that, so. That was a tough question for me for a little bit because um, again, knee jerk reaction is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know why not? Um, but I also would, you know, cuss the realms of, like, fantasy. So maybe Lord of the Rings or Warcraft or whatnot. Um, my ultimate thing... Warcraft would be cool. Warcraft would be cool. Absolutely. It, especially because Warcraft is is not so much in the medieval times. Because, like, you know, a lot of things that people don't remember... Or not remember. They, uh-huh. they don't really real, realize about the medieval times. Right. Is that there was a lot of disease and famine and really terrible <laughs> shit right, that literally. happened. Yeah. Oh, no, literally shit yeah. everywhere. Before everywhere. Plumbing. It was yeah. everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Everywhere. It was over there. Yeah. Exactly. Then it was over there. No, you're putting a Pokemon now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that was an Eevee. I'm going to go capture him later. Anyway, so there was a lot of shit yeah. then in Warcraft it's very fun and, you know, it's exactly. very lighthearted, very clean. Everything's G rated medieval times. Yeah, G rated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think superficially. PG rated. <laughs> PG rated. Yeah, PG thirteen. Yeah. Um. So, what would be your ideal fictional world? I would probably end up in some kind of anime, and I'm thinking. Okay. I would right. think towards either um, Cowboy Bebop or uh, Voltron. Why? 
Cowboy Bebop is, again, future world, a lot of the crazy stuff going on. There's uh, a bunch of different lives going on. The life of a bounty hunter in the future. Mm-hmm. Pouring um, another beer. Pouring another beer. Oh, that's that was a great sound. It's still sealed. Wasn't it nice? Yeah, it was nice. Um, we got to get through this growler, dude. <laughs> that's all you. Go catch some Pokemon. Do it. <laughs> that's all you. Um, I... I know. I love the martial arts style, and I love the fun. Yes, absolutely. You want some? Okay. <laughs> More beer. More beer. Cool. Um, I love the martial arts style. I love the actual uh, fun comedic relief of Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop actually starts off very serious. Can, can, say slower. Cowboy Bebop. Because Jojo went... I get excited. I feel like Cowboy Bebop is a... Uh, I don't know. It's a strong it, it, choice. It, it starts way. off serious, but it ends up kind of goofy, right? They, you realize, okay, you know what? We're in this situation. We're just going to enjoy ourselves about this, right? Uh-huh. Um, something like Voltron, you go to a different universe. You ride a lion. You just fight shit. Yeah, it seems very grandstanding. Like, right. like uh, oh, man, Voltron would be cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think. If it were to come down to anime, like, I would say, you know what I would say? Avatar, The Last Airbender. That would be a lot of fun because I'm I'm a big fan of martial arts. I did taekwondo yeah. for a number of years and and judo and some um, jujitsu and some stuff like that. And kung fu has always been something that's fascinated me. And right. I and I love what they did with that show where literally all the movements in that show were actual. They're real. They're based off kung of fu. real yeah. styles. Styles that that were you know a lot more fluid to to mimic water, um, a lot stronger to mimic earth and etc. So yeah. to um, actually put that towards some elements and be able to fight or or even manipulate elements. And right. so I think that's just, it, it's cool. Right. I, exactly. I love, and, and the art style and the settings and stuff in that show are just beautiful. Right. It reminds me a lot of Voltron, actually. The very similar art styles. Absolutely, absolutely. Very similar art styles. So, have, you, have you finished yeah. the uh, Voltron series yet? No, no, no. I haven't, okay. Dude, I haven't even watched it since... Since, since we I, last, I, I, I watched not, it not, not since we last talked here on the show about right. it. I've watched it since that. I know some things that have happened. No spoilers or anything. Yeah, I'm not saying anything. Um, so I have a long flight ahead of me, and okay. they have Wi-Fi on that flight. Nice. That's all I'm well, saying. Well, the episodes, are, except for the first one, the episode's only 23 minutes long, so it wouldn't take you right. long. Yep. So I have a lot of podcasts to listen to. I, I have am, a lot of 3DS to play. I'm waiting for him to watch it so we can start talking. Because I'm like, oh, my God. And yeah. You know. We'll dedicate an episode to some. Right. To some well, we'll Ultra give you a spoiler mode. on that one too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which uh, which games are you picking up on your 3ds? Um, I'm probably gonna pick up the um, a Pokemon game of some kind. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I just like. I wonder if yeah. you can pick up Pokemon Go like over the ocean. Oh, I'm gonna try. <laughs> Why not? Right. Although there's something weird about how that that works. Um, when you're going, like from X place miles to place. Per yeah. Hour. yeah. Not to say that I was like had it active while I was driving or anything, right. but like I noticed that, like for instance, I was at a stoplight and I pulled it out. I was like, "Let me see what's around." It like took a long time for it to figure out where I was. I, I don't know. Right. It, it, this is new, right, right, guys? So I, I I don't expect. I can't imagine it's that it's going to. Insane. It's It'll like, be... oh, you're going 500 miles an hour over the Atlantic Ocean. Right can't really keep up with you like I, that's what i imagine it's in its infant stage and it'll get a lot more stronger and i still believe that this is again they've kind of separated pokemon from nintendo at this point it's still a nintendo product but um they wanted to make more money off of it yeah. so they've kind of separated it too but i still feel as this is a testing ground for the nx just like mitomo was oh totally yeah yeah totally um there is another game of uh, fire emblem emblem yeah yeah Definitely. i, I kind of want to pick up not 
the latest game, but uh-huh. uh, Rec, uh, Re- Reckoning, Rec, Re- Requiem, Re- uh, Reawakening. Maybe uh, I don't know. Uh, Re- I actually had no. It's Awakening, Emblem. and then I don't know. Basically, there, there's the latest Fire Emblem that came out was like a two part thing. Like you could play as um, either one faction, or there's a separate game that you play as a second faction. Okay. There's one right before that that I heard that was. Um, really good and i kind of want to play that one before i play the other one okay. i don't know I'm, I'm i'm it's a toss-up i don't know which right. one i want to get yet um i'm I gonna decide this tomorrow i've heard great things about it i just have not played i'm them. a big fan of uh of turn-based combat okay. as we talked about and that's kind of what you get there so we'll see i'm, I'm gonna see what tickles my fancy when i get awesome. to uh game or best buy or wherever i go yep. i need to um I'm almost done with Uncharted 4, finally. Like, I'm finally getting around to trying to beat this game. Right. It's so fucking good. Dun, dun, dun. I've just finally, like, anyway. Um, so I'm going to take that and um, probably The Division. I still have The Division. Like, I'm probably going to take those back, return them, and pick up a couple more games. JoJo let me borrow a couple games from my Rome trip. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's so, not as cool as Fire Emblem, but, you know. <laughs> well. We'll see. You got, you got the... Ocarina, uh, Ocarina Star Time. Fox. Yeah, uh, got some good games. What rhythm. else? Yeah, from Final Fantasy, that rhythm. Yeah. Uh, so, lots of great stuff to play while we're um, going to Rome, and uh, it's going to be a blast. But you guys will be listening to this um, while I'm in Rome. Right. With the while, Vatican, and, hanging out with the Pope. Like, yeah. While we're in Rome, be sure to let us know your responses, Geek 30 question of the week. And that, again, is which fictional world would you want to live in? Let us know your thoughts. You will get a shout out on the show. We appreciate the love and support. Um, but I think this is a great time to wrap up the show. I think it's a great think? time because you got to get ready for Rome anyways. Yeah, I got to go pack. I still haven't packed. <laughs> I still haven't packed. You, you still have time, me. though. You still have time. It's only Deanna, I still haven't packed. Don't kill me. <laughs> she probably packed for you. She probably did. She's the only reason why we got out of the escape room. She's Let's the be best. Real. <laughs> yeah, she's the best. All right, so Jojo, where can people reach us? So the email that we have is geek30podcast. And again, 30 is spelled out, geek30podcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is Twitter. Twiddle. Twitter. Twiddle. Do you always do Twitter. that. Twiddle handle. <laughs> twiddle. Twiddle handle. Twiddle handle. Our twiddle handle um, is at Geek30. I'm done. At Geek30. At Geek30. Uh, so the phone number you can reach us if you want to leave a voicemail is 443-424-3350. We also have a website, geek30.com. And again, 30 is spelled out. You can also search for us on YouTube and Facebook by putting in Geek30 Happy Hour. Absolutely. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. That helps us. Again, Absolutely. thanks to the people who have been supporting us there. Thank you to you guys for listening, and thank you to Will, again, for the awesome service when we were at Sweetwater. This is the first Sweet Beer I actually liked. Yeah, thank you for that. This is great, and, um, you know, definitely uh, write in. We would love to hear from you, Will. And, uh, again, thank you to Sweetwater Tavern for this great beer. And until next time, thank you so much for nerding out with us. See ya! <laughs>